0: Good morning, church. Good afternoon, good evening. Um, we have three services, so you could be with us at, what, uh, 9 a.m.? Yeah. 11 a.m. still, and 6.30 p.m., whatever service you're at today. We welcome you to our online uh, church service. We are uh, in the book of James. We last Sunday talked a little bit about the first, I think, eight verses in the chapter, maybe uh, six? Six. Six One, verses. That was close. One through five. Well, you know... These things don't need to be perfect, right? (laughs) (laughs) They don't need to be perfect. I'm joined by my lovely wife, which is always a huge blessing for me. Um, And we're gonna get right into, I think, verses six through eight, which I think is a great note to kind of close, you know, uh, James chapter four with. And so um, if you were with us last Sunday, we talked about things like fighting ungodly passions, (laughs) Mm. um, uh, keeping our relationships with one another in the church whole and happy. And um, you know the impacts of our relationship with the world, you mm-hmm. know, uh, and and the impact that those uh, that relationship has on our relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I be honest, when I think about all those things, and I kind of inject myself into like you know, kind of gauging where I'm at with all that, mm-hmm. I get kind of overwhelmed. You know, um, meaning I, I myself struggle a great deal with these things myself, right. keeping my relationships whole and happy, um, fighting off ungodly passions and, and and making sure that I'm not um, in deep, a deep friendship with this world. Um, those, those are things that are always uh, a bit of a struggle. I believe that they're a struggle for all of us who are listening. We want to do good. It's kind of like Paul. He's like, I want to do these things, that, but I don't do them, you know? And there's this real struggle uh, that happens. And so we want to take a, just a little bit and talk about the upshot. And what I mean is the, the, the positive, God's grace and all of the things that we discussed last um, Sunday. If we want to pick up reading in verse six, if you have your Bibles, uh, James says this, but he, he beating God, gives more grace. Therefore it says God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. So submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Now a couple things come to mind when I read this. Pride, you know, this notion that God says, you know, he rejects or, um, what's the exact words that he used? He opposes, he opposes the proud. I'm trying to connect this to the the story here that we've read thus far. I'm trying to figure out, okay, where does this fit in to what we talked about last Sunday? And I immediately, my mind goes to um, the pride of thinking that we can do these things on our own, meaning uh, that independently, apart from God, we could fight off ungodly passions, Um, independently we could keep our relationships whole and happy, independently we could fight in battle against, um, you know, being in relationship with the world when in fact we can't Mm -hmm. and I think that's the kind of pride that God opposes. Mm -hmm. I, I I think that He opposes that because He doesn't want us to act independent mm-hmm. from him that he really I, I and I think this can be proven from many parts in the New Testament and where he comes alongside of us and he kind of empowers us to do those things so it's not by my strength and by my might that I can overcome this world. It's not by my strength and my might that everybody in my kind of relationship, friendship circles can be happy. Uh, it's not by my might or by my strength that I can uh, fight off this inner battle that I'm in, um, you know, continually. It's by the might and the power of God and God's spirit. And so, I, I, you know, just making that connection, I believe that the humility that God embraces or gives grace to is the humility that says, God, I can't do this without you. Mm-hmm. I-, I can't do these things that James listed in the beginning of this chapter apart from you. I need you to come into the story of my life and help me really wrestle through these topics. I mean, does that make sense? I think that makes sense. And I think that's actually what James is setting up for us. I think he's talking about a partnership here that, it, that, that mm-hmm. we, he wants us to have with God, that it's by God's spirit It's it's by the empowerment of God's spirit that we can overcome the world, that we can have good and holy relationships that please God, and we can fight off ungodly passions. Mm -hmm. So in essence, I believe that this is the way in which God equips us to fight these battles, uh, to to, to invite us in to partner with him rather than doing it apart. Now, I, I mean, I don't know if we can all connect there, but there are many situations, the circumstances of my life you know, especially related to what James talks about here, that I can definitely see where I'm trying to manage these things by myself. Mm -hmm. That there's something in me that says, you know, I can do this, I can get this right. Perfect example, I'm sorry Abram if you're listening, but you've taught me a lot um, about this particular chapter, uh, (laughs) if you are watching. You know, we're right now kind of in a a predicament with Abraham where um, we're trying to help him understand that some of his struggles, some of the things that he's battling and and warring with in our relationship with him, um, don't just disappear or get easier just because you will it to disappear and get easier, just because you're like, you determine, right? I'm going to get this right. And you'll hear him say many times like, oh, it's just going to change because I'm going to get it right. And we're trying to encourage him, Abram, you're not going to get it right. You're going to fail. But God wants to help you, right. Abram. And when you allow God to help you, you will get this right because it's by His might, it's by His power, it's 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 by by His grace, right? Um, that we will find victory. And so this this for me is the upshot. This is this is this is the glimmer of hope, right. so to speak, in what we talked about last week. This is God breaking in, um, kind of. On the scene of like our lives, when we're humble and saying, "God, we do not want to do this Christian thing apart from you. We don't want to do it independently from you." And I think verse seven goes on to just uh, further solidify that, where uh, James says, "Submit yourselves, therefore, to God." Um, again, just reiterating. Humble yourself Mm -hmm. so that God can give you grace and submit yourself to the Lord. Um, And then you have this whole uh, thing at the end of verse 7 where it says, resist the devil and he will flee from you. So that that for me is to say, come under God's authority, Mm -hmm. you know, again, I'm sorry to use the word so much here, but stop acting independently, Mm -hmm. you know, submit yourself to the Lord. And um, you know, these things aren't easy, but I think it's where true. Um, Long-lasting victories happen mm-hmm. is when we allow God to come into the mess of our lives and we stop struggling trying to work it out in our own strength. Right. But He comes and empowers us um, to, to, to find victories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, that's what I'm taking away and then of course we have the whole draw near to God and He right. will draw near to you.
1: So basically, he's, he's saying that humility is required Absolutely. in order to access or even experience um, the full um, portion of God's grace that's available to sure. us. Like it's sure. available, but humility is necessary. Um, it's interesting because, you know, Daryl was referencing last week. And so just before we pick up in verse six this week, like the last verses that we were reading last week was adulterers and adulteresses. Do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity mm-hmm. with God? whoever therefore wants to make himself a friend of this world Mm -hmm. makes himself an enemy of God or do you not think that the scripture says in vain that the spirit who dwells in you yearns jealously? But he gives more grace. Mm -hmm. Um, I think he starts with this topic of grace because the whole beginning of chapter four is kind of heavy, it's it's almost to some degree he's just laid a charge against us, right? Adulterers and adulteresses and we, if you didn't miss last week, you can go back and hear about it, but then when he says, but he gives more grace, Hmm. so he's, he's, what he's putting on display, or even exalting over our failures, our sin and our shortcoming is, there's more grace, more grace, that there's grace available. And so because he finished off talking about basically a jealous God hmm. um, and he wants us to be wholehearted Absolutely. towards him, yeah. let's be honest, we would read that and think, well, I can't fulfill that.
0: Absolutely,
1: I, I can't be wholehearted, yeah. you know, the charge of adulterer and adulteresses, we talked about mm-hmm. kind of that place of having mixture mm-hmm. and not walking out our mm-hmm. covenant with mm-hmm. God. So when we would stand almost feeling either condemned or even convicted, of kind of like, how would I ever fulfill? Uh, yeah,
0: absolutely. What He
1: does is He exalts and says, there's more grace. Mm-hmm. That ultimately all of us have fallen short. Yeah. All of us um, have not fully walked out to that place of being consecrated absolutely. or set apart to Him, mm-hmm. but that there is more grace. Mm-hmm. Um, therefore God resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. This language of God resists the proud and, and gives grace to the humble, it reminds me of Matthew chapter five. Absolutely, yeah. Where, um, cause obviously in in this world, what's kind of valued or what we uh, esteem Mm -hmm. is, is a sense of pride, Mm -hmm. is a sense of self exaltation and grit will and muscling through things, you know, (laughs) Uh, we value that in this world of being someone,
0: self-made kind kind of like you're talking about (laughs) Abram
1: of like most people would think that's great, have determination that you're going to barrel through these things, Abram, but understanding our human nature of apart from God's grace, in His empowerment, we do fail. Absolutely. And so if we're looking for ourselves to fulfill these things, we'll always fall short. But when we access the grace of God, Amen. Uh, but Amen. Matthew 5, um, 3 through 10 says, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And so we find this language in James of God will resist the proud, but when we come in humility, that there's a place Absolutely. that it invokes the grace of God Absolutely. and um, and it causes us to access and walk in mm-hmm. the fullness mm-hmm. of the grace of God. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think it's uh, a humbling thing to actually allow God into our, our lives like that. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if anybody can relate, but so many times and so many situations in my life, I go unaware of just how much, you know... I am poor of spirit, mm-hmm. how much um, I do need to invite, how much of my life is spent trying to work things out, grind things out in my own strength, in my own ability. Some of the things that we've mentioned are things that I've tried to throughout the course uh, and years of my life try to work out on my own. Right, And I think it's it's the, the humility that God's wanting here. and and that James is advocating for is the humility to say, God, I need, I want to invite you into this mess. Like Mm -hmm. I've tried to do this again. I know I'm just sounding off what I I said, but I think it's very important uh, for many people listening uh, today to understand that um, as hard hitting as James gets throughout the whole (laughs) book of James, this is a hard Hitting right. book um, why because it addresses hypocrisy it does it, right. it, 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 it addresses the fraud mm-hmm. in the church mm-hmm. and says no, no 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 you cannot be this without this and that's hard hitting because we're left and we're like but I am that how can I be this <laughs> you know like and, and but we we come to an impasse And, but then again, throughout this book, you also see moments like we are seeing here where God opens up this huge window of grace and says, Hey, listen, you're right. Mm -hmm. I I think this is what's so beautiful about Mm -hmm. Jesus is that he knows we're not going to get it right. He knows we are going to blow it uh, if we're trying to achieve these things in our flesh. Mm-hmm. If we're trying to achieve, you know, um, ending our friendship with this world. If we're trying to achieve making our relationships as positive, as good, as holy as they can be, He knows we're going to blow it that way. Mm-hmm. But when we lean into His grace, when we lean into humbly, lean into uh, God, help me. It changes the game. Mm-hmm. It changes the game, and it makes things go a lot smoother, mm-hmm. a lot easier.
1: And then in verse 7 it says, therefore submit to God, resist the devil, Mm. and he will flee from you. We see that twofold. There's a submitting, which is the humbling and yielding, and and then the resisting, the act of resisting, and he will flee from you. And then in verse 8, draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Mm. It's interesting because I think oftentimes, and I think specifically in the charismatic world, we're all all waiting for God to kind of like break it to our lives, like, you know, kind of like... Like we don't
0: have to do nothing. (laughs) I'm (laughs) I'm just waiting for God to
1: stir hunger for His presence. And I'm waiting for God to stir me to pray. And I'm waiting for and to some degree, it's like, well, God's not speaking to me or those kind of things. But then when we find this language in James, it says, draw near to God. Like Mm -hmm. you take the active posture of Making yourself available, Amen. of actually positioning yeah. yourself before God, and then in that place, God will draw near to you. Absolutely. And I think so. Oftentimes, when you hear the complaint of people feeling like God is afar off, mm. oftentimes there isn't the, the active sure. posture or position sure. Sure. of drawing near sure. to God.
0: And in, 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 in addition to that, too, is none of our relationships are handled like that. You know, all of our relationships today are are, are simple, like simply made in a way that we come. Midway, we come into the middle and meet each other. No relationship is just, can you imagine if my marriage and in our marriage, if all that ever happened was me trying to draw love and and without any reciprocation? There there wouldn't be. And God has designed our relationships, our relationship with Him, much like our relationships with one another.
1: So it says in verse 8, draw near to God and He will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners and purify your hearts, you double-minded. And then the language here, um, to me, when I was was reading it, it was reminding me of Psalms um, 24, 4. Um, But starting in verse three, it says, who can ascend the hill of the Lord? And so that's like, who can ascend the hill to meet with the Lord or to be in fellowship with the Lord? It's that place of drawing near. So who can draw near and who can stand in his holy place? But he that has clean hands, and a pure heart and has not lifted up his soul to an idol nor sworn deceitfully. Mm. Um, And so we see the same language of clean hands and a pure heart where uh, James here says, cleanse your hands, Mm. you sinners, and purify your heart, you double-minded. And Mm. even where the language of double-minded is last week when we were talking about adulterers and adulteresses, it's that place of the duplicity of heart and affection and duplicity of desire and and that place of being divided Mm. in heart and in mind. Mm. Um, But he calls us, you know, to cleanse Cleanse our hearts Amen.
0: and to cleanse our minds. Amen. Yeah, um, beautiful. It's it, you know, even I mean, we touched upon it briefly, but this whole resist the devil aspect and he will flee from you. You know, so much of um, the things that were mentioned earlier in this chapter are ultimately, I think, ways, you know, relational, way, relationally way, relational ways, and um, worldly ways, ways of the flesh, those passions, you know, the lust of the flesh, ultimately these are all ways in which the devil tries to trip us up and tries right. to ensnare us. And, and here we see that in our humility and our submission to God, there's actually a um, a way in which we're combating Mm -hmm. the devil. Mm -hmm. And and, and, and in that, I, I really, you know, I get this picture as though the devil can find no access point. Right. He can find no entry point to our relationships to distort them and destroy them. Um, he can find no access to um, have us divided in our allegiances to mm-hmm. this world or to the Lord, and he can have um, no place or find no place in us um, that says we are more passionate about our walk and our faith in Christ than we are in you know our flesh and uh, the things of like was mentioned. Um, coveting. And so uh, we see that all of this actually works, I think, to combat and and to fight against Mm -hmm. the devil's schemes. And just by us submitting ourselves, humbling ourselves, we see Mm -hmm. that the devil flees. And ultimately, I think it reminds me of Jesus Mm -hmm. in the wilderness. I think if you would narrow down because some of the cross reference verse, you would actually find um, that it was in um, Jesus's submission to God Mm -hmm. Um, it was in Jesus's humility um, mm-hmm. and relying into God, and relying upon God, right. that ultimately brought Jesus into that victory, victory. yeah, Amen. and caused the devil to scurry on about. Amen. Yeah.
1: So good. Yeah.
0: Amen. Well, there's a lot to pray for, I think. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, but um, we hope that in this study and this look at the Book of James, that that your heart is both challenged convicted but yet you have hope Amen. Um, that you know that God has not just left us to our vices and has just left us um, to our hypocrisy but there is a way out, there is a door of hope and I just want to encourage those who may be struggling in some of the places that we referenced here today to to, to do this quickly, to humble yourself, Amen. submit yourself to the Lord, like come under His authority, come under His leadership. Um, so that you can see some victories in your life. Let's pray, babe, could you close us out? And then I'll, yeah. yeah.
1: God, we just thank you for the power of your word. God, we thank you, Father, that when um, we look into your word, God, we see truth. God, we thank you, Father, that it rightly divides between soul and spirit. God, we thank you, Father, and we just, as even a community, God, we welcome um, the way that your word convicts us and exposes our true condition but also gives us, Lord, the hope of what it is that you've called us to. Mm. And so we thank you for the words of James, Lord that, um, Lord, that there is that much more grace that is available to us. And so, God, we pray that as a community, God, that we would never shy away, Lord, from um, the conviction of the Holy Spirit through mm. the Word, but, God, that we would um, avail ourselves, that we would submit ourselves, yes, and that we would be transformed by the power of your Spirit.
0: Mm. Father, we pray for all those who are listening today that are struggling. God, with um, these, the the passions of the flesh and the desire to be um, wholehearted in their uh, faith, in their um, pursuit of the Lord. Uh, Father, I pray that today by the work of your Spirit, Lord, that we all would um, find means to lower ourselves, to not act independently from God, but humbly invite the Lord into our lives. Uh, Father, we pray, God, that um, You would give us the courage and the boldness to uh, submit again yes, uh, to the Lordship of Jesus Christ, that we would follow His ways, that we would forsake um any other way that is yes. contrary, any other um, vice that is, um, that is hurtful, God. And we would start to put our trust again into the leadership and, and the ways of God. I thank you, Lord, that your ways are not like our ways, yes. um, that there is nothing similar about them. They're all uh, so very different. And so, God, I ask, Lord, that you'd give us the courage to submit ourselves to those ways, Lord. And I ask, Lord, that in our submission, we would see the devil flee. Uh, we would see his um, assaults and his tactics um, be weakened yes. uh, by our partnership. That we, God, like James uh, encourages us, exhorts us to draw near, Lord. That in these ways, that Father, we would draw near in both humbling ourselves and submitting ourselves. That would be our our fifty percent. That would be our coming and drawing near to you. And Lord, we would trust that on the backside of that, uh, you would lead and do something powerful Um, Lord and so as we close Lord we pray that your people would be strengthened God and encouraged today uh, by the preaching of your word in Jesus name amen Amen. church we love you Um, we can't wait Uh, we again are still praying and in hope for uh, in-person gatherings kicking back up but until then be blessed and we will see you next Sunday